Hello to all the beautiful black parents listening today. You know what? Sometimes you need a parent. A parent to tell you, yes, yes, you can take a break. Yes, good parenting is caring for yourself. Please take a nap. Yes, you can leave that half clean space alone and talk or laugh about something goofy with your kids. Enjoy the process of parenting your children without comparing your childhood to theirs because, well, this one belongs to them. Be together or separate while respecting the boundaries of each other. My name is Tyra Blanks. I am a mom with almost 30 years of experience parenting seven wonderful human beings. Welcome to Black Joy Parenting. Today's topic, Vulnerabilities in Parenting, Part 1. First, I want to say to all of those of you who were looking for an episode last week, I took my own advice and I needed to take a break. I was dealing with a little bit of vulnerability myself as a parent. And so I needed that time to kind of step back, think about some things and care for myself but we're back. Today's episode topic is vulnerabilities. Recently, I saw a video on social media. It was a man and he was talking about his ride or die. And I know you guys have heard that term before. But he said, the real ride or die is your firstborn child. And why? He stated because this kid got you as a parent in your rawest form no therapy, no thoughts or plans of even entering therapy. And then they watch you grow. They see you get therapy and they still love you. It's the kid that'll check in on you when no one else does. When I had my firstborn, I was young and fresh off of the first thing smoking away from home. I stepped into the shoes of wife and new mom without a moment to process what I had run from. Every time I think about the mom my firstborn had as a young child, my stomach kind of turns in knots. To move forward and not address the hurt and ultimate anxiety that I may have caused them, this was unacceptable to me because see, those were the knots that were turning in my stomach when I thought about how I may have been as a mom to them and what those results may have turned out to be. And yeah, I know. I fed them, I put clothes on them. Yeah, provided all the basic necessities. Ah, did our best to provide a better life. But something just did not sit well with me when I looked in the mirror on this topic. The reasons I once used to explain these things away, they no longer gave me peace. So I decided it was time to apologize to them. I know I can't change the past, but I can acknowledge the hurt, how I hurt my child, and maybe they can receive some level of relief and understanding of why they may be anxious, why they may be on edge about things, or just feeling too much pressure to be perfect. I waited for a time 
when no one else was around. And then I told him, hey, I need to talk to you about something real quick, and it's important. After those words fell off, I was nervous, freaking out on the inside because I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what they may say or what other bombs might fall out of it. I just didn't know. But I began first. And it went something like this. I am sorry for the mother I was when you were younger. I should have treated you with more love and I should have allowed more freedom for you to be a kid. I'm sorry for not being what you needed when you were born. I'm sorry for being so hard on you and expecting you to do everything right, even though you were a child. And mostly, I'm sorry for contributing to unnecessary anxiety that you are experiencing right now. You needed me to be better. You also needed me to be mature enough to care for you. I'm sorry that I was none of those things. And then I gave them space to respond. And we did talk back and forth. But in the end, I also let them know that I am always open to discuss how they may have felt about the type of mother I was to them as a child, how I treated them, because I needed this conversation to be ongoing because I want my child to be healed from any trauma I might have caused them. I'm sorry. When was the last time you apologized to your child for your behavior? We say I'm sorry casually in public or on the phone doing some sort of business transaction. You know, when we almost hit someone with a cart in the store. Oops, I'm sorry. But this can be difficult for black parents to do because many of us, we were raised by parents that dis just directed words at us. And sometimes they weren't around to direct them at all. Some of us were spoken to with harsh words, mean statements, and possibly ignored by one maybe even both parents. Our feelings, our thoughts, they didn't matter because we were children and we had no rights. Why is saying I'm sorry to our children so difficult? On the inside, I believe we're afraid that apologizing to children means they're on this sort of invisible level with us, you know. See, when they do something wrong, there's a punishment. You know, there's some sort of discipline that comes with it. But now we have to deal with the fact that we did something wrong. And we don't want to admit it. Because we're the adult. We don't have to. But ultimately, it's that fear of being rejected by our children. That we're not being the mature adult that we've been presenting to them each day. We're the big person. We're the adult. We pay the bills. All the bills are in our name. Everything is ours. We allow you to have this and we allow you to not have that. Afraid. Afraid we'll no longer be able to discipline them because they don't want to do what we want them to do because we've just opened ourselves up 
to make mistakes too. Or we just don't believe that we should have to. Because to appropriately apologize to someone we love, we must first realize and understand that we've harmed them. The idea of saying I'm sorry, yeah, it can be scary. You may not think it's necessary. Based upon everything you believe, you've already done for your child. You know, all the toys, all the devices, all the stuff you've purchased, the physical and monetary sacrifices you've made for them to have a better life. Beautiful black parents, some of us are in pain, hurting from old wounds from a parent that was present or one that just wasn't available. Maybe even a little bit of both. You may still be angry with the choices your parents made and weeping on the inside from horrible statements made, but also weeping from uplifting affirmations that were never spoken. Your parent may have passed away and you never got the opportunity to apologize for that outburst you made to them. You made me so mad. What does this mean? You made me so mad. As a kid, whenever we would get in trouble at school, this is what we heard. Oh, you made me so mad. Oh, why are you up here embarrassing me in front of these white folks? Or don't you embarrass me in front of these white folk? You are making us look bad. The message that is sent is that you don't care about me or what I do unless it embarrasses you. Even then, you don't really care about me. I have to be good to be accepted. These statements suggest that white people think of us what they think. That is the priority over our own lives. This is the message that we're sending to our children. And I know this is an uncomfortable issue to bring up, but we must talk about this more in order for us to move forward. I've made several trips to the principal's office about the behavior of a child or two or three. The behaviors that I was called in for, some of those things could be considered embarrassing for the family, especially when you hear the details. Sometimes I just wanted to melt into the chair the first time I was called to meet at the principal's office, I'll admit it was uncomfortable hearing all the things that my child had experienced and their ultimate reaction. It's a lot. But telling my kid they embarrassed me or the family didn't seem to fit the situation. Or sending a message about this continued behavior, landing them in jail, that wasn't on my mind either. You know, that's what we tell our children, especially our boys. When they get in trouble, you keep this up, you'll be in jail. <sighs> Almost every instance, though, when I had to go to the school, it ended with the two of us leaving the school and not speaking about this incident moving forward. No more for that day. You see... They were already embarrassed, embarrassed especially after hearing all those details about what happened repeated to me.
They had heard the principal, they heard the teacher, asking about the details, and then offering their suggestions of better behaviors and what they shouldn't have been doing. They felt bad about their choices and ultimately just wanted to hide under a rock. For me to be mad at them would be because they harmed me in some way. But this is simply not the case. Beautiful black parents, what did the child do to me? That's an honest question. They made a bad choice from the limited bag of options for the situation that they were faced with. After all, they're children. They don't have a very long history of experiences, how to deal with things, and mistakes being made. But what we're really saying is that you're making me look like a bad parent. This is how we're feeling on the inside. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I expect you to be the perfect child so that people can see how good I am as a parent. Behave like a mature person. Do it all right. But do right all the time. But especially around white people. You're making black people look bad. They'll think all black people do this. They'll think all black people are alike and we all do the same things. They'll think you're like those black people and I don't want you to be like those black people. I worked hard for us to get to where we are so you wouldn't be like that. But we're also saying, I'm already struggling to pay these bills and now I got to stop what I'm doing to deal with you. The other parent getting on my nerves and not acting right. I shouldn't have to do all of this stuff and beg that person to get help. Deeper on the inside, you're saying, I don't know why I yelled at them like that. Why are they doing this to me? Not everybody going to think I'm a bad parent. They're going to look at me crazy. I don't know what's going on. Why is my life going in this direction? I tried to do everything right, but it's just too hard. In all this, your children aren't making you mad. It's all the other feelings, unrealistic expectations, racism, your unresolved childhood trauma. Those things, those are the things that are making you mad and making you angry. Understanding our vulnerabilities as parents, these things will open the doors to Black Joy Parenting. These two words, I'm sorry, they come with the responsibility to make the wrong a right. But first, you must understand and recognize what you have done. Many of us know we have done what we have done. But we're hiding under so much anger and frustration. We may even think because we've arrived at some sort of success in our careers, been able to provide more tangible items for our children and family, arrived at a leadership role, in a job or outside of a job, achieved educational success, that apologies are not needed for children, but they are. Because black parents, we have gone through a lot to achieve these different levels of success in all these different areas. And sometimes as we go through these things, 
We hurt our families. We hurt our children. But we must look on the inside of ourselves to figure out what we've done. And they are all old an apology. Once you recognize and understand that you've harmed your child, you must make the brave decision to apologize. But before you do, you must complete an exercise of self-reflection. You see, because the apology, it must be about how you hurt them, not give your past history, your lack of parenting from your parent and from your past. This apology is not about you. It's about your harmed child. It's true that your behavior and all the things that you've done, it is because of your past. Whether you have been abused, neglected, all of those things, yes, absolutely. But think about this for a moment. Your parent called you names, judged your body on a regular basis. One day, they apologized with a few butts attached, like, I did the best I knew how to raise you. You weren't easy to take care of because it costs a lot of money just to buy those larger clothes for you. I was verbally abused too. My parents said this and my parents said that. Beautiful black parents. That was not an apology. You, this, this parent here has just created a space to make their child feel bad for them. And then blame the child for their body. Self-reflection. It may need to be addressed in therapy with a professional that can help you first. Let's seek healing so that we can stop practicing this harming that we do to our black babies during our so-called apologies. And then after you complete this self-reflection, you can finally think about what you want to say. Only mentioning yourself when your child asks. Otherwise... Say out loud to them what you did with an appropriate apology. Being open to speak about how you really feel without your shield or the brick walls you patiently laid over the years, this can be scary. I know. These walls built brick by brick each time you were let down, each time you were abused, and each time you were spoken to without regard to the fact that you were a human. And y'all, these bricks that created this solid foundation, because you see this wall has a foundation holding it up. All of those came from our parents. Before girlfriends, boyfriends, significant others, partners ever had an opportunity to contribute to your wall yeah they came from that childhood we can try and knock it down on our own but sometimes the foundation is still there for you to begin adding new bricks when others let you down when others harm in any way Beautiful black parents, many of us are hurting. We're sad and we don't know why. We're overreacting. We're unsure why. And yes, parenting is hard because there isn't a manual to help black parents. 
but start with an apology and then change your behavior. Isn't this what we want from those that have hurt us, broken our hearts, let us down when we desperately needed them? Isn't this what we want? And lastly, let's begin a new phase of black parenting and discontinue the black owned business item called the black community cape. It's the one we place on our children. It's sort of a replica of the one we already have, but it's cleaner and the hem is not so tattered. This cape is worn whenever they leave the house to remind them that every choice they make must be the right choice or they will embarrass the family and all the black people. The hem of the cape, it hits the calves just right. Just right to remind them that whatever decision they make, it better be the right one or white people will not accept the rest of us black folk but you may say it differently. From one generation to the next, we put this cape on children to be the representatives of perfection, to change the narrative of stereotypes used to describe black people. I have learned that no matter what we do, how we show up, how we change our appearance and our speech, we are judged first by the different shades of brown and black skin. Let's enjoy the process of parenting our black children with all their beautiful smiles, with or without teeth, different personalities, and have fun in all that is our beautiful blackness. This is Tyra Blinks, and thank you for listening to Black Joy Parenting.